Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne from Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. We've got tips, tricks, and decorating advice, so let's get started. Hey everybody, today we are in episode 17 already, and specifically in the kitchen and we all like to be in the kitchen i love the kitchen love the kitchen that's exactly right yeah my current kitchen is my favorite place in the whole world Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm loving my kitchen um and i think everybody loves the kitchen it's Mm -hmm. the room where your family comes together and uh lots of good things happen right family that's where the food is well yeah well my family sniffs out the food and shows up there all the time and this is such a trait thing but it really is the heart of the home Mm -hmm. true it just is it's like the heartbeat of my house of my house it really it really is I mean I wonder because I do cook a lot and I know you ladies do too Mm -hmm. I wonder if it feels the same for people who don't cook because I think you still would I mean even if you're not making it yourself well again in the kitchen I do I need to repeat myself that's where the food is yeah I'll tell you if I could if I could say one spot in my home that everybody gathers it would be around my island I can have guests come over I can have a dinner party something formal and they don't stay in the living room everybody comes and plunks himself around my island Mm-hmm. It's that's so true. That's mm-hmm. it's it's interesting about human nature how they mm-hmm. do that. Okay, so today we're going to talk about our kitchen must haves and share with you some of the things that we really wouldn't want to live without mm. in our kitchens. So I'll kick it off with. Um, excellent lighting Mm, Uh, we already have a podcast out there that talks in specifics about all kinds of lighting Mm -hmm. including uh, under counter kitchen lighting but today I'm talking about adding a table lamp to your kitchen Mm -hmm. I think it changes what could be a fairly utilitarian room Mm -hmm. that's a hard word to say Um, and changing it into a much cozier space and lighting up maybe a dark corner somewhere. And just the idea of having some decor that would be in uh, a living room or a study or a bedroom and bringing it into the kitchen, I think it adds a whole nother level to the, the decor in the kitchen. So Kelly, are you talking about... Are you talking about on your countertop underneath the cabinets or someplace I, where there's no upper cabinets? Yeah, I have actually two in the kitchen here now, and in my prior kitchen, I had one, and uh, that one and one in the current kitchen mm-hmm. is under the counter, so okay. you know between the, the marble and the bottom of the cabinet, I mean, obviously, you have to be aware of the height when you're choosing a mm-hmm. lamp like that, but I just had one that I loved from a different room, and I moved them around until I found one. Mine's kind of squat, and mm-hmm. it has a like a burlepy linen shade and I don't have a very high wattage bulb in it so I'm not worried about Mm. it having any issues with the wooden cabinet on Mm -hmm, top you want to leave some space but boy you know just putting that on and I have it um, you know where the switch is on the cord so you just sort of switch it on the cord is tucked behind it so you can't see that and I have a Mm -hmm. few like I have a little um a little picture and a few other little things vignetted around the lamp and I just love that space and that's the the light that I go to you know when I first come down in the morning and it just puts a little warm glow Mm -hmm. and just the idea of having something that may not necessarily 
be thought of as a kitchen item mm -hmm. in the kitchen I think makes it more of a room like people are using it mm -hmm. as Yvonne said people are gravitating towards the kitchen so why not make That's it comfy right. and cozy like all the other rooms mm -hmm. do you guys Sounds have lamps pretty. in your kitchen um, well I don't but I have the under cabinet lights and I don't have a lot of places to put a lamp so but I have in the past had a lamp in there mm -hmm. I, I love the idea so do I. And I do have a lamp. Um, it comes and goes depending on what little bit of decor I do put in my kitchen. Mm -hmm. um, it comes and goes depending on what I have in my kitchen. But I do. I have it tucked away in a corner and it gives such a pretty little glow. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Do you guys put anything else that might not necessarily be uh, thought of as a kitchen item in your kitchen? Mm, Artwork. Well, I like the idea of it. I don't know that I have anything specific. Yvonne? Artwork. Oh, yes. I like having some artwork in my kitchen. And even if it's not um, traditional artwork, but I have a couple signs that are really fun. Oh, great um, idea. I have one over by my coffee station that is, I have a very farmhousey kitchen um, with beadboard between my uh, cabinets and my soapstone. And it is, uh, a, it, it talks about coffee and it's just so cool and it's sort of rusty and fun but it, it, it does give you that okay it's not just so utilitarian this is sort of fun something that you call attention to and at one point I had some really cool postcards because they're not too big that mm -hmm. I framed in some really cool frames and used them in my kitchen great idea yeah oh, they're, they're not too idea. big I'm certainly not opposed to even putting some pretty just pretty um, traditional art in the kitchen. Again, Kelly, I think it warms up your kitchen. It gives it more of a room look. Uh, mm -hmm. It gives you something to look at on the walls except your cabinetry. So, yeah. it, uh, you know, it just goes that little extra mile to make it unique, personal, and also feeling more like a room. Oh, great idea, Yvonne. Mm -hmm. Well, one of my favorites uh, to have in my kitchen is actually more of a kitchen item, but it's to have some big wooden bowls or big vintage mixing bowls. I just love the look. It just mm -hmm. looks like you're getting ready to mix up a big pie or cake. So I love kind of it just or it also kind of feels like grandma's uh, kitchen. But mm -hmm. I also love to fill them with with pears and apples and oranges mm -hmm. and just all kinds of fruit so people can walk in and grab you know something to eat it's beautiful and colorful with the fruit in it uh, so that you've got the visual feast for the eyes but also you can uh, come have a snack a healthy snack <laughs> a twofer twofer yes one. so Anita when the bowls don't have lovely fruits or something in them do you just stack them up and leave them out on the counter uh I, I have um well, no, I just kind of leave them empty, I guess. I mean, you certainly mm -hmm. could put some pine cones. We've talked about that or other things mm -hmm. or moss balls mm -hmm. or something in them. But sometimes I just leave them empty. No, that, I like that too. I, I One of the things that I like to have in my kitchen is a big stack of white platters. And so I've oh, collected yes. them from, you know, vintage Sorry. ones and then some other mm -hmm. ones you know, I might have picked up, you know, at mm -hmm. some retail shops. And I just like the way it looks and it adds a bit of interest. I have them on a, a shelf in the kitchen where you can easily see them, but you can easily grab them. And I'm always, mm -hmm. I find myself grabbing them almost daily. You know, <laughs> you know, I wash some strawberries and let them dry on there or somebody, you know, I make cookies or the kids bring something home and you want to put it out on a, on a platter and it just looks pretty on the mm -hmm. table. 
I love those stacks of the oval ironstone platters. Oh, I have gorgeous. a huge stack of them too. And I have them in my uh, plate racks on the wall. Just mm -hmm. love them. And a really inexpensive thing to collect and and is functioning too. I think a savvy home decorator, especially when it comes to being in the kitchen, uses their dishes. Uses I their love dishes, dishes as decor. Yes. Yeah, yes, and I have a lot of dishes in my glass front cabinets as well. And mm. it's just, I love the look of dishes everywhere. But that's a whole nother <laughs> episode. <laughs> that's a whole nother episode, mm -hmm. girls. <laughs> Another thing that I just can't get enough of in a kitchen is some kind of plant. I love organic things. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're herbs. Mm, great and, idea. You know, just to put them in a little, I love to take just cheap terracotta um pots and uh, whitewash them or paint them white and then stick herbs in them especially uh you know winter going into spring i'm just so itching to get dig in the dirt and yeah. to have herbs and um they just they look so pretty sitting in your kitchen and also just even um, herbs from a store just get a whole bunch of them if you don't if it's not the season I have tons in my garden but it's not the season and I just put them in a um, pitcher a white pitcher and they look beautiful too so something organic something really pretty I don't I'm not into like real trellisy type of plants in my kitchen because they just take up too much counter space but something like an herb that sits upright oh so pretty well and Yvonne I'm going to add that those herbs like my bowl idea that's a twofer also because you can use uh, those in mm -hmm. your cooking so just snip mm -hmm. off what you need uh, of your herb for the cooking so I when, love that idea when I'm when I have my herb when I have my garden I have a, tons of herbs and I have a significant size herb garden and literally I go out every day and grab handfuls of different kinds of herbs put them in a big um, pitcher and I use them as decor but also when I cook they go over to where I'm cooking and I just can use what I what I have out in the garden that's fresh well yeah, aren't you quite the statement. Julia child oh I love it <laughs> <laughs> no that's more like Thomas Jefferson he used to oh do yes that, that too yes. that's right Thomas Jefferson. Uh, my girls are even used to it because I'm always buying basil if, you know, we don't have it growing here too. And uh, even a frozen pizza, you know, the, I'll make up a frozen mm -hmm. pizza for them and they ask, well, where's the basil? You know, if I don't have oh. one, <laughs> they're always wanting to snip a little basil through. But so, you wait a minute, is this pizza decor? <laughs> pizza decor, yeah. Yeah. You can grow basil where you are, can't you, Kelly? Oh, yeah, we can grow it, but not right now. It's, you know, everything's oh, it's, sort Yeah, because it know, is such a tender, tender herb, yeah, you're right. right now. It, the rosemary and whatnot's outside. Mm. So it, now that we're delving into the foodie, I wanted to um, share one food item that I, it's a, an absolute must-have in my kitchen. I learned about it when I first moved to California. I had taken a cooking class with some friends, and it was such a fun class. It would be, um, there were three of us and then you mixed in with maybe, you know, another group of, of three or four people. And we went down to this, um, really interesting area in LA. It used to be an old brewery and there were all different sort of artists and all different kinds of studios. And this woman had her cooking school in there and we had about four or five sessions over the course of a month. And she would teach us how to cook the meal and then we would all sit down and eat it together and drink oh, wine fun. And I've taken cool some thing. classes like that mm, I, they're I so too. much fun so it fun. is so much fun and uh, you know whereas I maybe made a few of the recipes but the one big takeaway was the sea salt that this woman used oh. and it's called Maldon. yes I will it's called Maldon 
And it's really a flaky sea salt. And I'm actually, mm. I used to have to go to a specialty shop to get it. And now I'm seeing it in my like regular basics where you get like the TP and the paper towels type of mm -hmm. grocery store. Mm -hmm. So I think it's maybe spreading itself a little further and wider. Mm -hmm. So it's called Maldon, M-A-L-D-O-N, and it is really the best salt. It elevates. Is it a finishing salt? It's a finishing salt, yes, and it's really flaky and crunchy mm -hmm. and potent, so you don't really want to use too much of it. Uh, it is been around since 1882 mm. uh, this family in um, Essex in the UK they developed Maldon and they still use the same process oh, for wow. drying it very organically and wow. you know then they they wash the salt so it's really just being dried by the sun and the wind and it evaporates mm -hmm. and then they do their cleaning and there's no processing or anything like that hmm. but well, you know it's yeah. they clean it all and then uh, I use it, uh, you know, on pasta, on fish, on chicken, almost everything. I keep a little, um, well, it's actually, you know, fairly large for a salt cellar, but it's an old um, silver sugar bowl with a lid. Oh, so I keep pretty. it lidded just on the top of my stove. And so I'm always putting it on the table. Mm. E every night we, we're using sprinkles of it. And I'm, I'm telling you, whoever would try it, phenomenal well, well we i'm going to amazon because i am such a salt lover are you okay oh my goodness i think that you if people if people would just know how to salt food properly mm -hmm. <laughs> it would taste so much better and that sounds wonderful well and i use the himalayan salt and oh mm -hmm. yeah it is that is the one that's pink a little pink. yes it's pink and it's so healthy for you it's got so many i guess minerals in it they just mm -hmm. keep touting it and it doesn't have as much sodium as regular table salt oh wow so these all these salts are just so wonderful you know if you're using kind of the more natural versions Mm -hmm. And and I've noticed they just like have a the one that I use just has a lighter flavor and it it really is I, I think people should do a taste test it is much better than just your regular mm -hmm. table salt it's a much oh, better yeah. flavor it's a world of difference you know I still have the regular salt and I'll I'll put that in my boiling water for pasta or whatnot mm -hmm. and cook with that but you know this I don't know if the Himalayan I think that's also a finishing salt so yes, you're really talking is. about sort of the end yes. when you're going to serve or you know let let your family or your friends sprinkle on you know to Although, their taste. I will say uh, I, this isn't about salt but you're supposed to add salt while you're cooking so that when you add the finishing salt you that's don't need as much. Right. Right. That's right. exactly right. right. People do not do that and mm -hmm. I can tell the minute I taste food I'm thinking oh this wasn't salted because mm -hmm. you you can't put enough salt on it to make up for that. Uh, no, that's you true. can't. Mm -hmm. And then it just tastes mm -hmm. too too salty, like potato chips. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're speaking of food, so I'm going to add another thing that I can't live without in my kitchen, and that's cookbooks. Oh. Now, <laughs> she stole I, the cookbooks. <laughs> I read cookbooks like they're romance novels. Oh. <laughs> it's like a page turner. Uh, oh. I love them. But, you know, I don't necessarily just use them for reading. I decorate with them. Mm. Cookbooks mm -hmm. are wonderful. I've opened shelves and I stack them and then put plates on top of that. Or I have like a little um, uh, metal cart on the one side of my island that I keep my shallots and my onions and things in and my garlic. What was that? Shallots? Mm-hmm. Oh, that the lady from Shallot? Because <laughs> <laughs> I say you shallots. say shallots, I say, I say shallots. Sh I and, say shallots, uh, <laughs> you say shallots. Mm -hmm. My sister's uh, my sister is a chef and she worked for you know, That's not the one that uh, Lisa. makes the slip. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
Yeah, we know about her. She's a chef, too. She's multifaceted and multi-talented. But anyway, (laughs) she's worked for many, you know, different uh, restaurants. She had her own catering business for a long time. And she says shallots. So I'm saying shallots. (laughs) I'm going to say shallots. And everyone who's listening. Of course I'm saying it now. It sounds uh like we all say shallots. Because my sister Lisa, shout out to Lisa. Hi, honey. Says it. But I have a little cart. And you can use cookbooks they're just beautiful as risers and Great as idea. fillers and they look pretty they're very decorative and it's even fun I mean I know along you know to have like a cookbook stand and to have a really pretty picture out well and oh, I, I have all these special I have all these special memories with specific cookbooks so I need to set them out yes. because I'm thinking oh I had that special meal from that book and this meal from that one and and so and so came over when we had that meal so do you write oh, in your so cookbooks sweet. I you do. Know, I say, like, you add this instead, or, you know, I always oh, write my yeah, ideas well, yeah, yeah. in it. Actually, what I do is every time I make a recipe, I have my own personal cookbook. So every time I make a recipe, I copy it and put it in my personal cookbook. And what I've a, been working on this for, like, 15 idea. years. Ugh. And so it is very extensive. If I've made it and it's good, it's in there. And then I put all my personal notes on it and here's the cool thing when I'm out of town and we're maybe renting a house somewhere I can pull up that recipe on my phone I don't have to remember which cookbook it's in it's all there well you know what I want you to lug that big cookbook to the next time I see you and we're together (laughs) yeah we're gonna share oh Mm. Oh, I'll just email it to you okay I know this is not about cookbooks this is about what we have in our kitchen we can't live without so I think all three of us can't live without cookbooks oh don't think of them as cookbooks think of them as ways to decorate they're functional I love it they're functional and fabulous oh yes Yes. and I love vintage cookbooks and I'm always have my eye out for vintage cookbooks oh yes yeah, and so, you know, the different spines and all that. And I love to look at them, you know, the, how many recipes have I seen for aspic? You know, who's making that anymore? Yes, but, you know, <laughs> besides Julia Child, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> but, you know, it says, it's such, or, you know, 52 ways with Jello. You know, those are mm-hmm. so funny. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who collects the... Um, you know how people for years, and I think you know fundraisers, schools and whatnot still do this, but like ladies clubs or churches would put together cookbooks from their members. Yeah, and then oh, yeah, those would, are the best would, ones. Yeah, they would sell you them, and usually right they have that little that. plastic binding mm-hmm. and whatnot. <laughs> I love, and you can find mm-hmm. those at you know at a yard sale or something. My someplace, favorite you know, cookbook here—they are rib sticking um, recipes, aren't is, they? Yes. Yeah. My favorite here was written by Ann Criswell, and she was a writer for the Houston Chronicle, and she. She would write about all the best restaurants and do you know she got all these restaurants the best in town and got their best recipes and she has a cookbook of <gasps> these best recipes from these uh, like top-notch restaurants and can chefs. you bring that too with you yes it's amazing oh my goodness we just may have to have a get-together and bring our best cookbooks and just sit in a hotel room for a weekend. No, no, we rent a house. And and no, we oh, rent a house, so we have a kitchen. With a big kitchen, and no, then we try them. No, I go away, I just want I like room service. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, what are the cookbooks for, honey? <laughs> we'll bring them to your room. Yeah, they're just Reading them the like romance novels. No, come on. <laughs> they're just for reading? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Just right. for well, reading can we, uh, can we put our favorites in the show notes so our listeners can get a lead? Yes, yeah, what yeah, a yeah, good yeah. idea. Yeah, you'll want to get those show notes. What won't you put in a kitchen? 
Well, I, you know, another thing I love putting in a kitchen are these big breadboards. They're so hot right now. They're just so oh, beautiful. Yes. And they just look like, you know, to me, the south of France or Italy or something. Mm-hmm. So I have a collection of about three large vintage ones, some rectangular, some round. And I have them actually over my range hood, way above my, my stove mm-hmm. where they're, they're mm-hmm. not going to catch on fire. Beautiful. But, and then I have some smaller ones uh, with like a marble cutting board on top of my countertop mm-hmm. uh, and... And then I have some little antique mustard jars with them too, some little French mustard jars. Oh, pretty, pretty. Oh, I love it. And, you know, and that lends such a warmth. And, you know, you're talking Mm -hmm. about either you have granite or you're mortal, if you have some sort of hard counter, and then, you know, you have your, your, especially if your kitchen is painted white or not a wood-toned, to bring in that nice wood is such a nice Mm -hmm. addition to it. Okay, so Yvonne brought up something about maybe what you won't won't have Mm -hmm. in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't like my kitchen to be, I I just don't like clutter. So, Oh, me too. That's why Mm. we're talking about what you must haves in your kitchen. And there are a few things, but for the most part, I'm all about getting stuff out of my kitchen because I I can't stand too much on the counter. So I'm right there with you. So when we had our house built uh, in our pantry, I had our builder put in a granite countertop in the pantry with plugs so that's where the mixer the uh coffee maker and the toaster they're all in there now we unplug you know the toaster when we're not using it you know Mm -hmm. just for because there's no Mm -hmm. fire hazard that way but that's where they are and they do not mess up my counter and i feel all uncluttered that's me i will not have big like small kitchen appliances other than my um coffee maker because I my Carrick I use that all the time Um, but I don't put any of my appliances out because I don't use them enough and I have them tucked away in drawers that are very or drawers that are very easy access well, that carrot gets used every day, but I make my husband go in the pantry to use it. Oh. <laughs> go in the closet, Kevin. Oh, you a, know what else I have in the pantry? That is a fabulous idea. I actually put our printer in the pantry, too, to get it, just because I don't want to have oh to look gosh. at it. Well, Stuff. you know, we're that. bloggers. We're taking photos. Yeah. And so it was, in the, it was just, I couldn't even shoot one direction in my study. So I put it in the pantry. Good for wow, you. Wow, good for you. Well, I, we're definitely all on the same page or on, on the same counter with this because I don't <laughs> yeah. like to have a lot of things. And I mean, if it's going to be on my counter, uh, it, it's more likely that it's going to be pretty and functional. Absolutely. And I don't, I'm not a gadget girl. You know, frankly, I think you can do 98% of the things in the kitchen with a sharp knife. So you know, I have my good knife set yep. out there. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. But I'm not like, oh, look at this super duper, you know, peeler, chopper, da, da. I don't have that kind of stuff. So I have a few things because mm-hmm. I just did my kitchen, you know, within the last year, mm-hmm. I have a couple of things to share. One thing I cannot abide by is the outlets along the backsplash. Ah, and oh, how I did know. you handle I that? I have them. I know. What did you, I know did you, most oh. people do, and I'm, you know, and I'm, I don't mean to be disparaging in any way, if anyone that has that, I had to go through leaping over obstacles to not have that. <laughs> no, so what, what did, did you, you do? do? Under because the, I the have the them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, first of all, I had to, you know, I, I wasn't, I did the general contracting, but I wasn't. Everything's you know, putting, wireless in her house, apparently. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> well, wireless is a, is a fantasy, which is not really true, because yeah. things come, and I, my, Peter will say, well, it's wireless. I'm like, but there are wires coming out of it. Well, I see the wires. <laughs> yeah. anyway, you're not kidding me, I see the wire. But let's get back to the kitchen. So what I said to the marble guy and the kitchen cabinet guy and the electrician was, I do not want 
to see these outlets and you know her know. electrician code i mean you know obviously yeah, it's, you have to it's put quite a few in them. Yeah. like it has to be to. every you know like three feet or something yes it is because mm-hmm. they don't want you dragging a cord or putting an extension cord with your blender so and where you know, did blowing you put your house them? up so i did plug molds what Wait is a that what is that a plug mold m-o-l-d is something that you can get really inexpensively at uh, the like an electrician's um you know uh, supply store mm-hmm. or your electrician can get them for you and they come in black and white and some sort of like you know taupey color so it's just a strip of outlets and i mounted them under my cabinets right behind my under counter lighting so you cannot see them and then i i didn't do um tile i did the marble on the backsplash so it's marble uh, and then it's marble on the vertical and then it meets my cabinets oh and I so see in other nothing. words they're hidden up underneath your they're hidden cab- up underneath the and a plug mold is probably an inch and a half to two inches wide and oh you can get them in one of mine is a six foot run and then i have another one over where we we do have the toaster but it's tucked mm-hmm. in between the uh, my refrigerator and my freezer are two separate units, which I love. Mm-hmm. And tucked in between is a little counter space. And so the toaster is does live there. And it's a pretty toaster. And <laughs> and I, we don't do... Uh, I'm not a coffee drinker. I do tea. And I have an Insta Hot. Me too. And Peter uses a French press. So there's no... Mm-hmm. We have very little plugging. But, you know... Very you little pluggage. Plug, I very, like that. Well, the plugage. Other, that is So, brilliant. you know, I plug in yeah. maybe the... Um, can opener or I'll plug in you know a blender occasionally but I'm, I'm not in the neat and I have my little lamp plugged in up well, there you know, can we put that in the show notes yes put a, because actually I'm thinking about um do redoing my backsplash and this is another thing I think that we have if when we're talking about kitchens you you do have to update and keep tweaking a kitchen you know some people updo over their kitchen and then they don't do it for 15 years and it's like oh my goodness now the whole thing needs to be done yeah so I'm I'm thinking about redoing my backsplash mm-hmm. and and we could rewire that yeah and easily. then you probably you know I'm not an electrician but then you you mean you have the electric there and they can probably close off those boxes and then and just hard, hardwire in the absolutely yes. the other let thing, me tell you one more mm-hmm. thing before um we we maybe get off this this refresh no I have another bit. outlet thing I was going to say but okay. you finish oh go ahead then. give me your outlet thing. well I was just going to say the other thing you can do is what I did with my outlets was turn them sideways down low Mm. down low so the down low is better yeah so you don't see them either yeah so that if you have something in front of it like a mixer you don't see the cord at all because it's Mm -hmm. behind right so you want your outlets to be on the down low down low and then if you have a bowl or something see i put a bowl in front of it and then you can't see the outlet that's not being used it covers it up see no that's that's a really good Good idea idea too and see that's just you know when if you're renovating something it's so good to not only you know do all your research but be there because mm-hmm. I'm telling you no matter how great your electrician is or your carpenter or whatever they're not going to think oh let me put this down low mm-hmm. because normally they just slap it right in the middle well they don't they- even think mm-hmm. about it the other thing I did was in our uh, island and it's a big island we and you have to have the outlets there too because yes. of the electrical code they're actually underneath so you yeah. do not see them at mm-hmm. all good good point yeah well something I, mean, I Wonderful I do tips. like to use my um, KitchenAid mixer, which I really, really love. Yes. Mm-hmm. And 
and um, you know it's heavy and it's not something mm-hmm. that I use often but you know, when, you know I use it enough and I, I got a red one and I'm now my kitchen is not red my kitchen was red <laughs> in the other house Mine's white. Paint, it's there you go painted. that color yeah, thing gets you again <laughs> Right. So either you keep it in a, a cupboard where you have to like dig in the back and drag it out. And you, you know, it, it's got to weigh. I mean, you know, I work out. That thing's heavy. I mean, that's going to weigh like 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. So here's what we did. There was a, a narrowish cabinet. Mm-hmm. And I found in my um, cabinet guy gave me his book of like all these things, you know, you pull out for the the trash and you know it it was a book like that it had sort of you know these things that you could put inside your cabinets and Mm -hmm. you had me look through it to see what I needed and I didn't even know I needed this until I saw it so what it is is it's kind of like a little swing almost it's a shelf Mm -hmm. but it's on brackets so Mm -hmm. my KitchenAid mixer sits on it I just pull the shelf and it comes up up. and it locks Mm -hmm. itself in place so now it's you know it's standing out from the the open cabinet Mm-hmm. But it's on its own little shelf. That and you then don't have ha- to move it and you can use it from there. Great idea. Yes, and there's a plug inside the cabinet, so it's oh, already sweet. plugged smart, in. Smart, smart, smart. Awesome. Ooh, I've gotten a lot of tips from you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. I know. And I've yeah. got one more. I've got one okay. more. Okay. Bring it on. And that is... Uh, to have your some silverware and it doesn't even have to be silverware you're using but I love having vintage silverware and I keep it in an old ironstone pitcher in my kitchen and it just is beautifully decorative and again it's another one of those two first you can pull Mm -hmm. the silverware out Mm -hmm. and use it and I will tell you uh, I do every morning when I have my tea I have to have a, a, a silver spoon and it just they're just thinner and they're just nicer when you're having your... Once you start using the silver Nita spoons... Nita Jean, you are the fanciest French <laughs> girl I have ever met. Okay. I, <laughs> I want to be you. That, if you. If you don't know about this, that was from our last podcast. You might want to listen to that story. It's absolutely amazing. Yes, we learned um, uh, and, Anita's real name and really how to pronounce it from her mom. <laughs> yeah, well, girls, we're almost done. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave with one more and then we're going to have to go. Oh, okay. uh, I know. Say it ain't so, but it is. Uh, I also like to use large jars, glass jars with glass lids. Mm-hmm. Um, to keep my flour, my granola, mm-hmm. my sugar, and I usually have a fourth one that I do something either seasonal or I keep if it's you know around Halloween I keep candy oh, in it or summer oh, I that's keep. That's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. And then instead of using scoops, I get antique cups. Ah, yes, oh, that's a great idea. Mm. And most cups are are literally a true cup measure. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, you know, not the big giant ones, but if you get the Mm -hmm. older ones, many of them are true one cup measures. So they're even just fun to use and measure with. I love that idea. I think I stole that from you a long time Mm -hmm. ago. And they're just so much fun. I mean, it's just such a Mm -hmm. a fun, uh, again, function, fabulous and functional. I'm so into that. Mm -hmm. All right. But it's time for us to go. And we just want to tell all of our listeners, thank you for, uh, tuning in and listening to us and we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time hey there if you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast we would love you to rate and review us head to itunes to do that it's easy and it would mean so much to us and if you do rate and review us we're going to enter you to win a fantastic giveaway the details are for the giveaway are in the show notes for this episode and you can find the show notes at decoratingtipsandtricks.com.